0: five four three two one it's all yours
1: hi my name is ambrosia belgar and welcome to hot topics on the round table with ambrosia Uh, i come to you basically on the um, recommendation of a dear friend of mine kente who I've known for quite some time in a virtual space, but who has actually been one of my mentors when it comes to podcasting. I want to say hello to Shannon. I see you over there. What's up, girl? How you doing? So uh, (laughs) uh, my my thing though, is that we uh, get a chance to come on platforms like this and be able to really share what is on our minds. We get a chance to um, be able to actually not necessarily look for what I call uh mutual admiration societies but we what we do is get a chance to see opinions from all walks of life so today i want to talk about hot topics and man there is no shortage this week uh shannon let me ask you a question and actually kente have you heard about the young lady that decided that she was going to roll up on this guy i guess it was in front of a mall or something and she was with her friends and you know, they were pumping her up, talking like, yeah, get him, get him and so she ran up on him once and then he pushed her back and he ran up she ran up on him again and he basically just decked her. Just punched her. Oh, you talking and, about the fifty one
0: year old guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: didn't see it. Didn't
0: oh, see wow. it. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: I'm
2: laughing, I'm laughing so I'm probably no good for this topic.
1: Well, Shannon, let me say this, though. You know, I'm a parent. I have a daughter who has a disability, so I'm not really good at parenting or knowing about how to parent a typical child. However, I have no idea why this young girl thought she was so bold and bad that she was going to roll up on this man, regardless of race. I'm not going to even bring race in as a factor. Here, you in North Carolina... Thank you so much for putting that up there. You're in North Carolina, and you decide to roll up, and, and please, roll that beautiful bean footage for me. Look at this. Now, they're pushing this man around. Look at this little girl. She's the little girl that's in the, uh, I think it's the little girl that's in the, the no, watch this, watch this. Push back. Watch, she comes back again. Boosh. Okay. Yeah, I got so many thoughts about that. Now, what, now, initially, as a mother, I was horrified and I was actually taking her side. However, you have to look at the wider picture. As we say in the hood, why come she thought she was big and bad enough to roll up on an on adult like that?
2: And I'm not a parent, but I've worked enough with children. First of all, you are absolutely right. Why are you gonna step to somebody who may not had a sense to mind his manners and not get you back? Right. That's what. Can, that's
1: what you get. Okay. So you before put it out there. That's what you get.
0: Before you. Before you guys continue, I want to play another video for you.
1: Okay. What on earth? Okay. Are these two girls getting ready to fight? No, it's a guy. That's a guy. A guy fighting his girl. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here.
0: Okay, that's the Kareem Hunt video. That's so the, the, the Kareem Hunt, who is a football player who lost his livelihood because this woman tried to fight him and called him the N word and all of that stuff. And they made him into the worst monster ever and no uh they said that all these women's groups stood up and said there's no reason to ever hit a woman and that no matter what she did she was in the right uh
2: uh-uh. uh uh uh. see that's so inappropriate um
1: you look you want to be a frog and jump back so there you go hey wh- wait, Jay, where's, I'm where's, so sorry. where's all I these groups down there so i didn't get a chance to welcome where's, you to
0: the show where's all these groups at um Where's all these, now all these people who say, oh, the 11 year old girl got what she deserved. Why is it that,
1: she
0: was yeah, she's 11 it, it years was, old.
1: It wasn't so much that she got what she deserved. My question is why did she feel comfortable jumping into See, here's the thing about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, that's I'm 55 exactly years old. I, you know what, I, I, I am proud of each day that my God has given me. However, here's what I don't understand. I grew up in a world where you didn't disrespect your elders. Regardless of who that person Amen. was, you don't run up on somebody like that. You don't. You don't even uh, approach or confront an adult like that. So all of this, you Amen. know, boasting up for the gram Shannon, come on, you already know what this was about. They were posting up for the gram They thought this was going to be a world but star moment.
2: But this culture, they, and, and don't get me wrong, there are some of them that actually have some sense, and, you know, sense don't grow in everybody's garden correctly. Right. But the culture of individuals who egg this on, I mean, it's no different from that bus fight where that uh driver was like, look, what you're not going to keep doing nah. is getting in my face. Um, And don't get me wrong, I don't condone violence on any people. however, absolute, comma, caveat, um it's only going to be so much talking that you're going to do right. child or adult do- otherwise. And you know, yes, he maybe shouldn't have pushed her as hard as he did or whatever he did. But in that moment, sometimes restraint gets thrown out the window and I am not making an excuse for him, but I'm right. also not condemning. Well, oh,
1: absolutely.
2: The talking, it's the of women around him or children rather around him. I mean, they could have easily set his butt on fire and for for the gram, as you put it, because folks are crazy. And so, and like uh, Patricia said, North Carolina is an open carry state. She better be glad all she got was knocked out.
1: I agree, I I, I I agree.
2: I feel like this is a
3: fight or flight moment. Like the, like, you know, he he pushed her away.
1: And she had every right to walk walk away. away. She could have said-
2: she
3: came right back at him and- Right. Right. in some ways I don't think that that, I don't think he was like okay well if you come back at me again I'm gonna hit you it was she was coming at him full speed and that to me kicked him into fight or flight and
2: And at the end of the day she went to his fist it wasn't another way around you came to me my fist just happened to be up
1: so again back to the thing I'm not gonna roll up on a man this little girl was 11 years old now, Kente, since you're going to be my, my I'm not going to call you my, my weather guy, but you can be my video guy. I've got, I'm getting ready to send you a couple of links. One is to the next one I want to discuss, but the other one is, has to do with uh, the young lady. Do you know the young lady that got hit at the McDonald's mm-hmm. where the guy kind of grabbed her by her, uh, her uniform? I want to talk about that one that as well. Cool. And I want to also get a chance to, first of all, take a deep breath. And thank everybody who is in this on the sidelines. I see Tony, Leah. Thank you so much for joining us. You had a great show, uh, Patricia. Thank you for being here as well. I actually like Leah to join in while you are playing. She hears me. Don't play with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <my> th- <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. You better grab that spot, girl. Grab that spot. But here, I've got the. I'm going to send the link to you in. Um, Messenger. No, I got,
0: I got the uh, I already.
1: But no, not the one that I'm getting ready to give you. This one is even more horrifying. This was from a, uh, 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 pl- a police investigated treatment of child caught on camera at a Lubbock, Texas daycare. Uh, the video has been making its around on social media. It shows what appears to be a child being manhandled by a daycare employee. I'm gonna go ahead and give him that one as well. What, that in, uh, one is in concern- Messenger,
0: Facebook Messenger. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna give it to you in Messenger now. One uh-huh. moment. But my thing, though, is when we get back to talking about the young lady who felt that she was going to get frogging and jump at that man, um, that man is probably going to get a reduced charge of uh, assault. But as far as I'm concerned, she should have never jumped at him. There there has to be some sort of repercussion because when you look at how she fell, she fell that close to that post. He could have killed her. She could have hit her head on that post and died.
3: Doesn't North Carolina have something like Stand Your Ground?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm in Ohio. So I'm not quite sure about that.
3: Those are the things that matter. And, they you know, it's weird because what you were just talking about, the thing that I think we're missing out of a couple of these is we have a culture right now that Mm -hmm. on the one hand says, hey, you know, do the most dramatic, scary, sensational stuff so you can be – Fifteen minutes of fame across social media, but then we also have this. Like we saw yesterday at that march in Washington, we have this weird, awesome, just it, it, it was removed pervasive by the culture of people mm-hmm. hating on each other for no reason. No, it's there. Yeah.
1: Oh, let me you just one. have to push it because it says they they're covering it, but they're not taking it down.
0: Oh, so it's uh it's going to be really small, tiny.
1: No, not that I think of. But my thing is that I'll actually place it in the uh I'll put it in the room here and everybody can look at it. There's the video oh, right there. Okay, this, you gotta
0: uncover the video.
1: There it is. Right, you have to uncover it. Look at this. This young this little child, I'm not quite sure if this child is drugged oh, uh-uh. with, no, she's ma'am. holding this child by the hair.
2: Stop. No ma'am. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, no, but you understand this chi- look at how she's manhandling this child.
3: She's for real they money. they
1: have given these children some sort of narcotic and now because that little girl wouldn't eat, she was grabbing her by her <laughs> brains God,
2: Olivia, what are you doing? On the
1: floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay Oh yeah, she's no, saying that she's saying. She, uh, No, ma'am. Eat your food. Oh, my man. Dang. See, that couldn't have been my see, child. Ain't no way. It, it ain't
2: even my child. Look, let me go meet up with Shakita and them, and we just gonna show up at this chick house.
1: Right. Right. And that's it's it, but see, that's again. Um, when we talk about children of color, when we talk about uh, the the, the maltreatment of them, it takes. The t- same technology that we're afraid of to capture moments like this, to, to handle that's that. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, a double-edged sword.
0: Point. Wait a minute. Uh, who's afraid of the technology?
1: Well, some people are. I mean, a lot of people of are. Well, a lot of people are. They don't. Alexa's control. like
3: listening to everything, every single thing you say. She Alexa is. has also been used in a court of law to prove that people have done things yeah. that are super highly illegal. So, right. You know, yeah. I mean. It's a weird line to walk. I, it I really is. See it. It, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one.
2: Look, Alexa ain't playing with y'all. She worked for the feds. <laughs> <fans. laughs> it,
3: it, it used to be that if you asked Alexa if she worked for the NSA, she would immediately turn off. <laughs> that was that was freaky, actually.
0: She's like, oh, man,
1: y'all know about me. Right, uh, right. <laughs> strange really saying. things happen.
2: That's but, strange
1: but on a lighter note i want to move on to something else One, on the lighter note i did read that ice cube and let me make sure because i just had it on here ice cube and mr where is we're right here ll cool j are actually teaming up to buy 22 television networks I am really excited about that. That was coming from TV One uh, TV. And my thing, though, is this. Hopefully they do better at trying to buy networks than uh, the ill-fated try of Mr. Bill Cosby to try to buy NBC. Uh, I, I'm hoping that these will be networks that we can actually channel and create a base of urban broadcasting i think there has to be a balance there's nothing wrong with what is i mean i'm not gonna say there's nothing wrong with what is out there we have to have stations that are able to give us a broader look at what is out there this is not about marginalization it's about representation wouldn't you say
2: oh absolutely absolutely
1: so that was one of the things that again my name uh The name of my show, rather, is called The Roundtable with Ambrosia. I am on a video platform called Second Life, and I'm not only a virtual live jazz singer, but I also do a series of uh, talk shows. As a matter of fact, I'm actually rebooting my 2011 show, which Mr. Kente uh, was on, by the way. And that's how we actually met. We've come full circle. I, he was on my show, and now I'm on his show, or he's on my show again. But yeah, something like that. <laughs> he's very, very special to me. He is very, very special to me. Um, I am special. Tell him, tell him to tell you the story about the
3: shower again, because he likes that story.
1: What, story. what story? What story? Story about the shower. What happened? Uh oh. Okay, I gotta hear no, this. Nothing. I'm st- no, you don't. Sitting- a- See, it's too late now. What's the story, Kente? Spill
0: the no, beans. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just this awesome shower that uh, I like a lot. That, uh, man, I feel like I'm Even saying it for the 18th time. People are gonna really think I am obsessed with it. It's this awesome shower that I had. <laughs> yeah, it sounds silly when I say it out loud. <laughs>
1: Do, 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 do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you a question, everybody. How how old is too old to have a baby? Uh, just uh, a, Just curious. Fifty. Mean, you know if what? If you want to have a kid, remind your
2: business.
1: I mean, you got to raise them. Well, I have a question. The reason I mention that is because this Indian woman is actually in her seventies and became a first-time mother. I can't even imagine. I'm trying to get a hip replacement and I got to get up at 3 a.m. feedings? No, that's not going to happen. I, mean, I just... I can't even... I can't even think. Yeah, you think but you that, know... Some
2: life, and you think that's something people's life, goal, and dream. So, I mean, now don't get me wrong. You and I may not want that role. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Like, I'm about to pass on my 70-year-old sagging boobs to a kid. Like, I need you to go on... <laughs> This bottle, right? But some people have been dying to have kids their whole entire life. Oh no! No,
1: I totally understand that.
2: Now, when she's almost ninety, talking about what college you going to, baby? I can't look. You can't stay here no more.
4: It's (laughs) just—it's
2: so divide. It's so the culture gap, the generational gap. Mm -hmm. It's so huge. Like, I talk about my uncle today, and he's what, 64? He'll be 64 this year? And
4: mm-hmm. his son is
2: about to graduate from high school. And I said, You're going to be the one in the audience looking like somebody grandpa.
1: Yeah. Like, Duh. But you know, men, there, there's there, there's more of a stigma for women to have children past a certain age than it is for men. For men, it's almost like a rite of passage. It's like, Oh, look at him. He's the sugar daddy. He's the sugar daddy. But, but women, you know, if a woman women t- have issues, one at that late of age? What
2: do they say after thirty three or thirty four? Your ovaries and eggs start to do things like they scramble and. They
1: well, eat, you, you know, know what, and and, like, I, and I can speak to that on a on a serious level. I had my daughter at thirty one, and my daughter has cerebral palsy. But that could be because I too have cerebral palsy. But it's, cerebral palsy is not a is not a genetic issue. It just means that cerebral means cerebral means brain palsy means lack of oxygen and it's lack of oxygen either during either before during or after the birth cycle now it has affected us in different ways like on my left side I have a little dexterity issue but with her she has a a combination of things like cerebral palsy delayed myelination sensory integration issues she's nonverbal developmentally she's around three years old and, but she can walk. And I've been blessed to have her. Um, but that may not have come because of my advanced age. There are people that are in their 40s and 50s. Look at... Uh, what's the little child from the uh, The Real Housewives of Atlanta who just had a baby? Was it Nene? No. Not or, NeNe. Um,
2: uh, the, the
1: Kenya. Kenya. Kenya Moore, or whatever her married name is now. But Kenya just had a baby. And... You yep. can have a you can have a typical baby. I'm not going to call. There's no such a thing as normal. You can have a typical baby at any age, I but there there are, are right. going to be factors that may come up with that. Well, so that's just a little side, side There's a is socioeconomic,
3: is socioeconomic issue with this too, because it, you know people who have children later in life and have. Uh, healthy, successful births tend to be people that can afford it a bit more. They can afford good prenatal care. They can afford the right kinds of doctors if something isn't going right. I mean, there are a whole lot of factors. People that are living in lower socioeconomic groups, they're going to have problems.
1: Well, that, can, that, can we be that, honest, though? That could be it for any age. You could have somebody, a teen that doesn't have the right pre- prenatal care and may have something happen right. with their child. That's not... You're that's right, not but-
0: can but we can we be honest that though that if, if kenya moore is but your mother
1: risks
3: escalate with age so you're more likely to have different kinds of problems as you age and if you have good really a good team around you then there's an awful lot that you could do if you don't have a good yeah. team around you and you don't have a lot of money it is going to be a bit more difficult
1: What well, that i agree with i absolutely agree with that i absolutely
2: so what the, huh? the
0: kid got problems just because Kenya Moore is, is, is their mother. So, so, so I, 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 can't, I can't be normal I, with Kenya Moore as your mama.
1: Yeah, well, here's my thing about the whole thing about reality TV shows. I don't. My my thing is that if people like them, I I love them. I'm not going to worry about that. I don't I don't watch them. I, I can't. I, I have a hard time watching women who have possibly three times my 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 gross uh yearly salary fight each other over stuff like uh you know the wrong table napkin or something like that they throw in bottles at each other over you know my gucci bag looks better than your gucci bag i can't that just i'm not i'm not you know
0: what reality show i wish came back what is the uh celebrity apprentice you know why why Because that means he wouldn't be in the White House; he'd be on. (laughs) Let's bring that show back. Let's get him another job. Wow.
1: Well, you know, before I lose my point, we were talking about having kids, and speaking of children, uh, here in my city, uh, one of the teens actually called the police because her father took away her cell phone. (laughs) And I thought to myself, "Mm, Yeah, yeah, okay. Good luck with that. I bought it, but you're going to tell the police that you, uh, I stole the, the phone from you. And they basically told her, you need to listen to your parents, and they didn't even write up the, the charge. Here's my issue with that. Uh, in certain communities, the first thing that would be said is that you got to get to the phone first. Yeah. You, can call 9- <laughs> you, you can try to get to the phone first. Call 911 if you want to. You make it. You may make it to the nine and the one, but that last one is going to cost you. And I'm not you know, advocating child abuse.
2: abuse. Right?
0: That's, that's not ch-
1: whipping your kid
0: ain't child
2: abuse. It's not a mess. Mess. Hmm. If if so whipping, your kid, party if party whipping party your
0: kid- if whipping your kid is child party. abuse, my mother get the electric wow. chair. <laughs>
1: Okay. And again, you know, but here's here's interestingly enough, we talked about that last night mm-hmm. Kente on the show is that the the dynamics of discipline and how we can discipline our, our children has changed and, and the perception of it. When you when we got spanked back in the day, I truly believe this when you have a child I, there's nothing wrong with what I call age appropriate discipline. I think growing up I don't think every child needs to be spanked i think i may have gotten spanked times in my life however there was a progression there was there was the house shoe there was the fly swatter there was the switch there was the belt now i've heard of kids getting hit with hot wheel tracks and extension cords and all kinds of things that i feel leans towards abuse I have a, you know, if you're stomping and your child, if your you're punching your in, child in the chest. In
0: what if, uh, what if they're running up on
2: you? <laughs> in what, in what, what area code? Look. <laughs> she said hey, what area look. Code?
0: Isn't it kind of funny though? Isn't it funny that, uh, when you were a kid, you were so afraid of, uh, of spankings. And now a lot of adults, when they get older, they actually like the spanking. So.
1: Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stay on. We're gonna stay on track. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need Mister. Uh, Mister BDSM over there to have a seat Mister BDSM. My goodness, did he not like just go over into a whole different lane? I'm gonna. need hey, I stay.
0: learned from hanging out with Shannon. I didn't know nothing about that stuff until, <laughs> <Mrs>. Shannon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. Don't, don't oh, oh, there's Le- Leah. Thank you for joining us. I had my screen minimized looking for, for some other things that I wanted to talk about today. I want to thank Leah for really enlightening me to what she's doing uh, in terms of re- the outreach with comedy. What I mentioned over uh, in uh, the comments earlier is that I lived in California for, for quite some time yeah. when I was younger. And my dad was actually a general manager at the, the comedy store. So I actually grew up around a lot of comedians back in the day. Now, I really didn't get to see them very often because by the time I'd get there in the day, you got to realize these people were asleep. They've been up till three, four o'clock in the morning. Uh, They used to have an acting work. They had an actors, a kids actors workshop there. I went to Camp Hollywoodland up in the Hollywood Hills. I went with the kids, the the two twins that played Tabitha, which is showing my age, but uh, (laughs) Tabitha on, on Bewitched. So those are the kind of things that I, I remember. Uh, I come from a family that has had some exposure in the industry, and but my thing though is this: uh, for those of you that are really reaching out to those that need, and that that kind of outreach, that kind of expression of spirit, people that are homeless have already been compromised. And to be able to have people come together and be able to share their stories, it allows them to flourish. It allows them to get the, get them out of their circumstance. And I just appreciate for what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's
4: awesome. So much. Yeah. It's, it's I mean totally that. Like I, it, it, it comes with so much joy and so many great people like you and Kim Tay and those comedians that show up and the people that we serve. Um, it, it's amazing. It's an amazing journey. I am so thankful for the people. Thank you for bringing it up and mentioning it. Oh, no, not at all. That's what
1: I am. Kente knows I am a natural networker. I do this in world. Again, we talked about Second Life, but I do this. I love bringing like minded people together. I, I truly believe that water seeks its own level. Mm-hmm. And what we do is that we try to find those wa- we ride those waves. OK, we ride those waves. <laughs> can,
0: can I be nosy real quick, Leah? Sure. What's, what's in the bucket?
1: <laughs>
4: my, 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 <laughs> Every time I see it, I be, I
0: be wanting to ask like, is is that for the? There's,
4: there's nothing in the bucket. It's supposed to be for ice. Like it's supposed to be like some like super bar
0: oh okay it's so official that's like an official bucket what
4: she's not telling us
1: that was left over from new year's eve there was some clone in there there was some there was some uh, some roses you know she was turning it up i'm just saying she tried to be modest (laughs) (laughs) But no, I, I totally understand, and I like that lighting, Shannon. That lighting you've got up under your uh, your uh, bookshelf—that is so cool. It's, it's I like Christmas that.
0: chic. See, that's that picture <laughs> stuff that you
1: want to do. But if you've ever seen that show, yep, nailed it. It's not going to look like that.
0: that <laughs>
1: I'm just letting you know right now. Half the books are going to fall off because I haven't put the bracket on right. Mm. (laughs) The lights I'm going to probably get from the dollar store, they're going to actually not be... uh, Supposed to be in this this country, and they're gonna catch the house on fire. I'm just saying. I know, I know with me, DIY is like girl. No, what is you doing? What is you doing
2: mm. I do not, not want to die by books. Okay, <laughs> books falling on my head. Okay, and above it... the books are vinyl records, so I would be oh, jacked. Up, okay? do,
0: do, do you ladies like guys that are hand good with their hands?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. In all kinds of areas is that a trick question yeah really.
3: it is i don't
1: know why y'all going for the the banana and the tailpipe so y'all just jumped in like yeah kente yeah we like men. That, kente where, where are you going with that question
0: i'm just where, saying i'm you? just saying uh, you know like, so, so, someone that's great with his hands that
1: came out of nowhere just like stuff. that dude that's, that's like hanging on the corner looking around like hey how you doing and it's like Hi, how are you, Kente? Stop that. <laughs>
3: you, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I used to have this friend that I knew loved to do
1: right, Danny. Like
3: you know, house projects and stuff. And I used to yeah, MacGyver something on purpose just so that I could invite this friend over, and he would fix it. He'd go, "Oh no, 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 no! You can't do it like that." <laughs> and every time I had I, I had a racket going
1: what yep yep i got more i got more stuff
3: out of that guy just by just by putting stuff together and saying hey doesn't this look great i mean i feel like nailed it is my spirit animal Uh, (laughs) i I, I, I am completely right there i am all of those failures right there and i look at it and go wow this looks great
1: Well, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad we're talking about men and what you know what they like or what have you. I have a question for you, Kente. Um, Gillette just put out a a commercial Mm -hmm. that talked about can me be you know creating the better man, and Mm -hmm. there's been some backlash from some men who feel like they're they're being. Uh, maliciously maligned, that it's another way for feminists to try to water down the male uh, psyche and the impact of a masculine, what have you. Have you seen the ad? And if you have, how do you feel about it?
0: Yeah, I've seen the ad and I've seen the outrage by by it. And I mean, I mean, it might be true. That might be the, the case. But at the end of the day, if your psyche is falls apart because of a stupid ad then you wasn't about that life anyway so you know one thing i can't stand to be honest with you are men that whine that is like the one of the worst things is to you see a whining ass dude oh the girls don't like me they'll treat me good i can't be- oh i hate that that is so i can understand why no woman messes with you dude you were You know, it's annoying. I can understand why it's annoying to women, Um, guys who just whine about, you know, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're probably telling the truth. It's probably, you know, yeah, but, I mean, it is what it is.
1: Well, let me ask you a question, ladies. There is a perception that if you are a single mother and you're raising a male child, you cannot raise that male child to be masculine. I disagree with that premise. What, how do you all feel about it?
3: As a single mom with two male kids, okay, uh, I can, I can, I understand why people would think that, but I also think it is my job as the mom to facilitate other male role models for my kid to be around. Absolutely. I'm not going to be a male role model. I'm not. I have feminine energy. I will always have feminine energy. <laughs> but it is my job as the mom to make sure that I am exposing my kids to the best of the best in terms of yeah. that male role model. And also, there's something else that goes along with this, right? Just because you raise your kids to be feeling, caring, empathetic people doesn't mean that you take away from their masculinity. It doesn't mean that you somehow uh, degrade them in terms of their ability to function as men. It means that you temper mm-hmm. the experience of being a man with something that is sustainable. That I don't think that that, both of my male kids are very male, so they're, one of them climbs trees and is an arborist for a living right now. Um, They both have sort of a genuine expression of, you know, what is quote-unquote typically male. But that wasn't... That didn't happen by accident. That happened because they were exposed to a lot of really, you know, powerful, strong influences as they grew up. And yet they can both sit down at the kitchen table and have really thoughtful and good empathetic conversations with me that don't necessarily just revolve around, like you were saying before about the Gillette commercial, Hey, everybody's out to get me. Can can I, can I say
0: something? Can I say something real quick about uh, about Jen, Jen is a board certified Tolkien nerd so she raised her kids to be wizards Same. and warlocks and uh, and uh, all of that so come on Jen Just tell the truth Jen
1: well you know what I want to I want to I want to speak on that and take it to the next level we we talk about single mothers raising boys mm-hmm. but here's a question for you when Mother's Day, I mean, when Father's Day comes around, there's a whole segment of women who feel like they want to jump up and say, well, I am mother and father to my child. I tell them right away, I'm not my child's father. Mm-hmm. Her yeah, father's right. not in her life. Right. I am the best mother I can be, but I can never be her father. How do you all feel about Absolutely. that? I, I
2: had a conversation with my mother about this. I was much younger um, and of course she was coming from a place of the tired, single woman, mother syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got it. Um, but like, well, why didn't you give me a car for father's day? I was like, cause you're not my father. Mm. I Come was on. like, you, have, you are my mother who has had to be my mother 365 days of the year.
4: That's but right. Just
2: like that, she can his responsibility. That was your responsibility. So I honor you 365 days out of the year. Now, my dad's history still does not negate the fact that he's my father. He did mm-hmm. not raise me. He did not take care of me. He did not provide for me. But there are still lessons in his lesser than value that mm. I learned from him that mm-hmm. give him credibility because a part of my DNA is him. Right. And so I only had to say that one time. Because I told my mother, I will always honor you. I will always put you first. But you are not, nor will you ever be put in a role as being honored on Father's Day. You're honored every day. And mm, if you need you're one right. day that doesn't belong to you to acknowledge that your worth is set in stone in my heart, because it is, then that's a problem for me.
1: Did because she I understand how you felt,
2: though?
1: It. Did she well, understand that? Did she feel...
2: My mother, my mother always says she does not know where she got me from. Um, <laughs> so,
0: Hilarious. So I'm with your mama on that one.
2: I thought she was going to throw something at me. I'm,
0: I'm with her mama on that one.
2: Like, like the Lord has delivered me from a lot of things but my mouth just ain't been one of them. Mm-hmm. So when I said it, I did say it with love and tact. But I mm-hmm. said it in firmness because right. it would be no different if my father had raised me and said, why didn't you get me a car for Mother's Day? Now, most men aren't right. going to say that. However, comma, caveat, if that were the comment, I would be like, look, because you ain't my mama, homie. Like, I right.
1: love you. I, I do want to point out that Tony uh, Davis at, on the on the messages has mentioned that his mother was a single mother and raised uh Well, Tony says, my mother was a single mother and she raised my older brother and I. She made sure we had all kinds of influences in our lives. And that's what we've basically been saying. There has to be a balance. Uh, I think that not only should you balance your child as a single parent with other role models, I think you also should widen your child's experiences on a wider grand scale, even even in a two-parent family home. You know, show your children different interests. Understand what your child is uh, interested in and cultivate that. Expose them to different kinds of music. Uh, Kente and I would get into conversations. I was a Casey Kasem kid. I love listening to pop radio. My my influences are from Brooke Benton to uh, Johnny Cash to Aerosmith to Cream. Justin Bieber to Jimi hendrix there's a wide variety there which makes me a better artist when i sing however i think today's children don't get a chance to understand just the mag the the majesty of of music that is out there to them because we've and got artists now to that them. sound you like know, in a mono in a mono low and, and i'm looking i'm know, listening like what is that you know,
3: um, j- just as just as a purely aside anecdote, I had my oldest son <clears throat> had pulled me aside one day. He's an um, unbelievably gifted musician. He has been ever since he's been really young. And he plays a lot by ear. And he pulled me aside one day completely out of the blue and said mom i have to tell you that i am so thankful that you exposed me to classical music that you took me to the theater that you gave me a bridge by which to cross over into all these other music genres because while i like to play a particular type of uh contemporary rock he understands that all music sort of uh broadens the 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 musicians toolbox in terms of what they're able to deliver and so even even when you don't think that that giving your kids a whole lot of experiences may stick or be something of value, you don't know. And and that's the whole point. The whole point right. is if you give your kids enough experiences, something will stick.
1: I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. That is a great comment. Now, Lee, I have a question for you. Do you have children? Do you have children that you perhaps mentor? Uh, I, I've mentioned this last night with Kente and, and on, a, on a previous show. How do you parent children in the age of, of social media? And that always gets to me because we've got so many influences out there. You've got so many children that feel so much pressure and it's not the same thing when you were kids because then you'd only have the neighborhood bullies but now you've got a whole crop you could have over 500 people on somebody's page that are you know basically jumping in emotionally on you over something that they don't even know you but everybody wants to be part of that that tag team how do you how do you respond to that as a life coach
4: Uh, as a life coach i respond to that i do actually work with kids on that level of um, trying to um, calibrate them to their true organic selves. because where it begins with them is they have to look in the mirror and be happy with what they see and i try to let them know that no matter what they put out and present whether they're coming in there the sasha fierce beyonce or whatever level that they deem to be high and great there's always going to be someone that's going to say that 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 was awful, that was terrible, that sucked, that that was ugly, and you have to end, be calibrated to who you truly are and be happy with who you are. And so what I really do is I start from the child's um, just inner hearts and real true desire of who they really are, and I get them to a point to where they really feel that they are more than enough and that they can really believe that about themselves because there's so many great people that don't believe that they're great. So. Um, I think once they can just be acknowledged and, and sit in that they're great, that it the 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 social media and things coming at them kind of rolls off their back. And just like how we were talking in the last segment, kinda of sometimes a heckler can be there to fuel you. So mm-hmm. I also I also give them that that um, perspective is that when someone's coming for you in that manner too, it's just, it's, it's a part of the process. How many people come across you, you're going to, it's a numbers game. You're going to have a a certain amount of numbers of people that don't rock with your flavor and that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's not what you're there presenting your flavor for. You're presenting your flavor just as you and who you are. So once they can really acknowledge and love themselves, I think it's much easier for them to take that, that any negative and or positive and all of it and still stay themselves.
1: I'm glad you used the analogy about ice cream because, you know, some people like vanilla, some people like chocolate, some people like strawberry. I'm butter pecan. I'm a little nutty, but I go down <laughs> smooth. Hey, I had. I just thought yeah, of that. Yeah. I just thought of that. Thank you very much. You can take that <laughs> with you. But, if but you I'm can take it, Go ahead. No, I
0: know uh, you
1: get ready to say something.
0: No, no, no. no you are nutty. Um, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But, uh, you, you know, um, there was something Jen said that I really wanted to expand on is you were talking about how you made sure that your sons had uh, male influences. How were you a- able to, uh, to do that? Were they uh, relatives? Were they um, men you just knew?
3: <clears throat> a couple things. One, definitely my relatives were pretty big influences, but two, <clears throat> I was really not afraid to use uh, big brothers, big sisters, mm. and pulled in some people who really wanted to mentor uh, some kids and I, I think I think the thing is when you're a single mom, sometimes you can get super prideful. Not it's not a, it's not like I'm, I'm faulting people for it. I, I understand where it comes from. I, I felt it myself too. But I think there's also a point at which you have to say, "Hey, you know, there's a whole lot of resources out here for me to be able to use, and I should use them. I should pull in the people that want to be a part of this because." you don't know who's going to be awesome. But the other thing that I think uh, in terms of male influence that was really helpful just in, in, in general is getting your kids interested in all kinds of community stuff. So if you belong to a church, go to the church, do stuff on community days, get as a big, it's weird because when you raise kids and you're a single parent, so a lot of times we end up struggling with the day-to-day stuff. And if you're running ragged all the time, and you're not sort of paying attention to the enrichment features on the edge, it can be really difficult to see where that even fits in. I mean, you're rushing home to make dinner. There's no, what, why does my kid need some kind of special class at the end of the day that I'm already struggling for? But these things are really important when you're a single parent. And especially, I think, with maybe, I shouldn't say more so, but it is really important to give your kids a varied, view of both uh different kinds of the the way that genders respond to each other but also just in terms of having positive role models out there so you're not always afraid to be different than whoever your parent is because when you only have one parent you only have one choice D- does that
1: make mm-hmm. sense no it makes, no, perfect, it makes, sense. It makes
0: perfect
3: sense
0: uh, oh actually yeah that's really
1: dope Danny mentioned something in, in the comments and I just want to read that to you. It says there are a lot of people that had parents that try to live through their children and are always disappointed by their kids tapping into their true selves. I believe that. I believe that sometimes parents That's think true. you're gonna be an extension of them and they're not really understanding that you are your own being and you're gonna be uh you you're gonna be creating, you're gonna grow out of all of your experiences. Leah, would you not say that when you stop learning, you stop growing?
4: Oh, yes, definitely agree with that. Learn every day, every moment, every second. Take
1: away. Right, right. Yeah. How many of you all here, Jen, I, you sound like the, the, the typical neighborhood mom. Do you have more kids at your, your house from the neighborhood or vice versa?
3: Oh, no, my house is always the party house. The, right. You know, everybody comes over to watch movies. Everybody. In fact, at one point when my, uh, when my daughter was in uh, the early parts of high school, The kids used to come over for like, it was really strange, but it was kind of like a question and answers night where they felt so awesome about being around my kids that they would ask the craziest questions that they didn't feel like they could ask their own parents. And I would like to think that other parents are out there doing the same thing. I'm not maybe going to agree with everything, but the fact that you get a lot of different viewpoints in life is so important. So, yeah.
1: Well, that's a really good thing, because I know I'm the neighbor. I, I love being the neighborhood mom, but I was partially raised by my grandmother. And when we talk about the influences in your life, I think one of the best things that you can teach your child is empathy for others. Uh, right. We're getting ready to wrap up not in about maybe about seven minutes. But no, no, I'm no.
0: Uh, actually, two minutes, because we got to transition Ow. Well, two
1: minutes. There it is. So I get a chance to go ahead and not only thank everybody for joining us for my first time. I'm a little nervous, but I I feel like I've gotten my feet wet now. I want to thank Leah and Jen and Shannon for you know hold it down, T- team girlfriend, team girlfriend. Come on now. <laughs> And I want to thank awesome. people yeah, and Mr. Ready. Kente himself. I'm not going to leave him out. He is the the head guru in Mucky Muck. I appreciate that. Uh, those that have been listening in, Danny and uh, everybody, and who is Tony and everybody, please add me. My name is Ambrosia K. Belgar. I used to be Ambrosia Kamala, but I have virtually gotten married in on in uh, the game. And who is my real life? Uh, fiance, so I'm very excited about that as well. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, on my my brand for my singing, which is Serenades by Ambrosia, or with my show, The Roundtable with Ambrosia. But this may not be the last time you see me on podcast because I miss this. I miss being able to reach out and each one of us be able to share and, and network. So again, everybody, thank you so much for coming. Kente, uh, I want everybody to get vocal and do the damn thing with Indie dot or Indie org. Is that the correct? Yes. That the right. Correct?
0: And okay. I, can I, can I say something Absolutely. earlier? I got to correct something that you said earlier about, I am that I, that I was like a mentor to you. This lady was the mentor. Uh, she uh, I'm telling you, her show was amazing. I looked up to her as a podcaster and, uh, I wanted to be like her when I grew up. So uh, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted I hear to hear
1: feedback. I'm not sure why.
0: Uh, okay. It was, uh, Jen, no, it wasn't Jen. No, That's weird. Our yeah. Feedback, but no, I, I wanted to be like her when I grew up. So, uh, so she's definitely my, uh, inspiration. So, um, and she's an amazing at what she does and talking about, she's nervous. She's done this things a million times. She ain't there. She don't get nervous.
1: So. I do. I do. But you know, what? when you've got good people around you and you've got that great energy, uh, Miss Leah, I need your information. Miss Shannon, Jen, we're going to get together, ladies. We're going to do this again. Trust and believe. We're going to definitely have it. We're going to get some more testosterone and have them call in as well because I, I like to have the, you know, the, have the balance. The, the word of the day is balance. But everybody, thank you so much for coming. It is the Roundtable with Ambrosia and I'm signing off in three two, and one.